What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode eight of the 217 cast with Mac and Miles. How is everyone doing? Mac, how are you doing, buddy? Dude, really good. Um, I feel like we are at a turning point. I feel like we're on our way back to um, not normal, probably a new normal. Uh, but I feel like we'll get, we're getting back to uh, daily rhythms here. Things are, soon. things are, things are slowly opening back up. People are outside more. The weather's getting nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it has a, a nice feeling of things getting back to normal for sure. Definitely. Um, which I'm really happy. Mo- happy mother's day too. Forgot about that yeah, part. We're actually recording this um, late in the evening of mother's day just to yep. be able to get an episode in and, and that kind of thing. So, <laughs> um, so we're going to be diving into something a little bit different. Um, it's not our typical practical advice. It's not our, have a guest on and talk to them. Um, this week we're just going to be talking about how a lot of businesses are, are doing financially uh, from our perspective. Um, and then kind of what is that new normal? Uh, what are people going to be, you know, looking for this is just kind of a discussion between miles and I on <laughs> just the topic that we found interesting and something we want to dig into a little deeper. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, we're, we're, we're taking a look at the, the landscape of businesses are opening up slowly or some businesses, depending on what you do have been, you know, open the whole time. And we're starting to get back to this sense of, of normal and this new normal. But like, what does that really mean? Right? We're never going to go back to the old way of things. I think people are going to be more cognizant of of social distancing, of cleanliness, of not only stores, but of homes and personal hygiene. Mm-hmm. So, so what does the, this new normal look like long-term for, for businesses? For sure. And, and thinking of like, like you said, the social distancing, I think um, going back into everything, that's something that people are going to be just super aware of. Um, and, you know, I would notice it before, like in the grocery store, somebody kind of be up on me when waiting in line to check out or something. I'm kind of just, try to step forward, but not too far so that they take another step. It's kind of like that waiting game at a stoplight where somebody rolls and then the person behind them rolls and you're still going nowhere. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think going, getting back into it, I don't think we'll have much of that issue. Um, and it, that'll, it'll definitely be interesting to think about like movie theaters, um, definitely salons as well as like, grocery stores and baseball stadiums um, and that kind of thing because people aren't going to want to be too close to each other for quite some time. Even people, I feel like just being outside at parks or in bars and coffee shops, like there's going to be a weird kind of, okay, don't come too close to me, but things are normal. So like, can we get close to each other? But but that's like society. I'm thinking like in business too. I think coming out of this, we're really going to see new rhythms. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I think we're going to see a lot more trust between senior management and employees. I feel like everyone right now is in the same scenario of learning to use Zoom or WebEx, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, learning what is it like to work at home and deal with my kids, deal with work. And now my coworkers are essentially in my house, right? Because my video camera is always on. So, so I feel like there's going to be a lot more openness between employees, P 
peer to peer and also peer to manager. Um, and I'm curious about your thoughts on that. Yeah, I definitely think it's going to open up some interesting doors. Um, I think it'll be good for most people just because there's not going to be, um, a lot going on where it's like they have to hide anything. I think a lot more people feel like they're privacy. They need this privacy in reality. They're not, they don't really need it because there's nothing to hide. Um, but I think it's going to expose some people that are trying to hide things behind closed doors. Uh, mm. Whether it's, you know, just bad relationships at home and that kind of stuff that come out over time or, or the way that some people are living. Um, they might show up to work all nice and clean, but, you know, their desk is a mess or whatever at home. Just, just some different stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like you said, I think it's going to help them build closer bonds um, just because people are getting, uh, I guess more vulnerable would be a good way, way to put it. What are your, what are your thoughts on that? I think the vulnerability piece is, is amazing because you're, you're dealing with people who are all in the same boat, right? Like no one has a leg up in this. We're all following the same rules. So like you said, you're getting a peek behind the curtain. People have to get vulnerable. You're seeing your CEOs and your C-suite in hoodies. And a, and a ball cap. They're at home in their living room. They're not going to dress up like they would at work. No matter how much you push somebody to do it, I'm still at home in my living room, right? Yeah. Like you're going to be how you normally are at home. Um, but yeah, talking about just that trust being built between employees, you're really going to see, you know, in my opinion, people are going to be more vocal of, hey, my kid has a appointment at 3.30 and I got to head out early. Or, hey, you know, my kid has a game at noon that I got to take them to. And people are going to be more receptive to that. Um, and I think that being able to do work remotely, improve your metrics, whatever it may be, however company that you're working for is, is tracking you, making sure you're working, right? Okay, cool. Maybe you were doing work on your laptop at 10 o'clock last night, but you were at your kid's event. I think those social moments are going to become very much more um, front of mind as opposed to the kind of the rhythm that we were in for a couple of years now of just like work, 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 next event. I think that back that switch back to being more relation relational um in families and in work is, is going to be back and it's going to be pretty awesome to see yeah i think um also and i'd love to hear what you're what you think about this is like i've heard a lot of people complain about work-life balance um and i think as we move on and people are realizing hey i can just do this from home and and managers and executives are saying hold on we have we have an office where we sit 500 people or 50 people and we're paying for that every month, but we're getting just as much, if not more done when they're at home and they're at with their family more. Um, I think people are not going to have a balance at all. I think it's going to go get to a point where it's just like a work-life mix. Um, because like you said, a kid's event at school at noon that they want to make it to, they'll be able to make it to that. But they'll have to work before and after and maybe a little in the evening. So where do you think like, um, how do you, how do you keep that mix from not, uh, just becoming too much in either direction? I think it's all about knowing how you work best. I think this quarantine, even if you're in quarantine with spouse, significant other and children, I think you're learning a lot about yourself and your rhythms and how you work best. So if you know that, hey, if I need to be up 
to get my quiet time or my work, my exercise in. That means I got to be up at 6 a.m. so that the kids are fed, have breakfast, and off to online school by 8. Okay, well, maybe once they're heading back to school, I'm still up at 6, but now I'm working out. I'm taking my time to do my stuff or more work so that I have time to be at these events. Um, it is all about a mix. I think, you know, having a healthy mix in anything is good for people. So being able to understand, okay, I've been working on this project, whatever it may be, for four hours. It's not going to get done if I don't refresh myself. Let me go on a walk. Let me go sit on my deck for 15 minutes if, you know, I'm at home. Or even I'm back in the office. Let me just go walk around, say what's up to some people, get some new juices flowing, and then get back to work. Like, like it's amazing what your brain will do subconsciously when you're doing a totally different thing. You'll have an amazing idea, you know, like shower ideas, right? How many amazing inventions and ideas have happened just from a shower? Someone had been working all day. They're like, I just need a break. And boom, the answer's right there. So the mix comes in. Um, when people really start to identify what in themselves makes them work the best and the most efficient. For sure. For sure. So it sounds like um, people are going to need to have more self-awareness going back into this, understanding that like a lot of places are probably going to allow more work from home kind of stuff. Um, what are your thoughts on like a, either a company or having somebody hired within that is kind of a self-awareness or like, um, a work from home coach who help. That would be, that would be amazing. Yeah. I think like having someone in that can specialize in that and, and really help, um, an employee kind of set up the work environment at home. And, you know, maybe it's somebody that, that really does do a better job at working for an hour and then taking, you know, a 30 minute walk, um, versus somebody that, you know, is really good at just grinding it out for four hours. Um, I, I mean, I, I could, th I could see that either becoming, um, somebody that, you know, employers subcontract in, um, or just having a full-time person that does all that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm curious to see too, if like, maybe there's a switch, if we, you know, let's say this working from home thing becomes, you know, the new normal, right? Maybe you see a switch to, okay, I have bookend all my meetings from 7.30 AM to noon. That way, all of my talking to people is done by noon. So now I can get work done for projects that I'm working on, be with the kids, be around the house with the wife, go to sporting events. I wonder if people will start strategically setting stuff up to, you know, maybe instead of having, you know, that 3.30 meeting on a Friday that you're just dreading all week, right? That you're like, okay, let me put this at 9 a.m. Hopefully everyone likes it and I'm able to do my stuff. So I, I think people are going to start figuring out, you know, what is best for everyone is also good for you. I feel like for a while, everyone was very protective of their time. When in reality, everyone's protective of their time, making everyone's calendars impossible to deal with. So I think just being that vulnerability that we talked about um, and just, you know, working with your peers to get better and be better. Yeah. I think um, kind of what you're explaining was time blocking and some of the most successful people in the world and in history have used time blocking extremely well. Um, just to make sure that they are able to be focused during certain times uh, to get the hard work done, but then also have some time for more shallow work um, where they can, like you said, schedule meetings out or, or do stuff like that. I also think that a work from home environment, like moving forward could help um, just cut down on like all the wasted time that is in the corporate world. Um, not even corporate, even small business world of, Hey, Let's um, let's set this meeting up for Tuesday at 10 to 11 
Well, and then now I'm going to drive out to that office and, and that'll take me 30 minutes to get there, 30 minutes to drive back. Um, and that, you know, now I have wasted an hour of my day versus saying, Hey, let's hop on a zoom call. Um, I'll screen share with you and we'll walk through something. It'll probably only take about 30 minutes. Well, now I just saved an hour and a half of my day. And like you said, people with kids, I mean, that could go to an hour and a half basketball game or baseball game um, or, you know, whatever kind of competition or people that have, you know, a really, really heavy workload and can save an hour and a half a day can now spend that time with their spouse um, or significant other and build that relationship and make sure that those relationships are staying healthy. I think, um, as a society, we have this really bad, bad habit of like jumping and trying to multitask and do everything at once. And I think I could see that becoming an issue. Um, and just going, you know, back and forth from, you know, work, jumping in to work emails while at dinner with your significant other. Um, and I think time blocking could be really helpful and, um, and help people kind of have that balance or keep that mix healthy. Um, by saying, you know what, this time is with my spouse or this time is for watching the kids basketball game. I'm going to leave the phone in the car. If people need me, they, they'll call, leave a voicemail, text me, uh, email me, whatever. I'll see it in an hour and a half. No big deal. And I think most people are going to be just fine if you don't get back to it in an hour within that hour because you're watching your kids play ball or, or uh, on a date. I think we're going to see some pretty creative out of office emails. Like you said, you know, Hey, I'm out of the office from 12 to two. My son's got a basketball game. I'll email you back after that. I've come to, I've come to realize out of a few very, very special professions. Like if you don't respond for an hour and a half, the world is not going to end. And I think people are starting to understand that as much as, and and the cool thing is people take so much pride in their job and love their job, but if you are with your family or you are at a doctor's appointment and you need an hour and a half of just personal time, the world's not going to end. If you don't respond to that, email. Right. it's going to be fine. Nobody's <laughs> in, I would say under very, very few circumstances will, will it be life or death. And, and for those, you know, you, you have to respond, but for the far majority of people who are knowledge workers, quote unquote, um, if you don't get back to an email because, you know, a website is being changed or an email needs to go to a director of sales or something, whatever, it's going to be fine. You could probably respond in a week and it, it'll work out well. I know that, um, Napoleon Bonaparte, one of the things that he did, I think it was either two or three weeks, um, when he would get mail, he would have his assistant hold on to that mail for two or three weeks before he would read it. And <laughs> he said he did that because the stuff that was a problem would probably already have sorted itself out by then. And if it hadn't, then it was, then it was okay to wait. It's, it's, it's true. Yeah. I mean, if there's an issue and it needs to be solved and somebody thinks that you need to be involved and you don't respond, they'll figure it out. And they'll, and if it's really that big of an issue, they will find a way to reach you and let you know this is an emergency. We need your input right now. Yeah, it wouldn't come via email. A few of the things I've been seeing too is some people who are in, like you said, those like those knowledge based jobs are are like 
getting down because of the term non-essential worker. So like our essential workers, don't get me wrong, heroes, mother's a doctor doing some amazing frontline stuff, right? But like people are like, I'm still going to work. What do you mean I'm non-essential? And I'm curious what you think about that because it was something I had never thought of. Like people are starting to be like, man, like I'm still doing my job. I'm loving what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm not a doctor or a nurse by trade, but you know, I'm still doing work. Yeah, I think uh, it's kind of a weird term. I think they try to use that terminology just the best they could um, because it takes every type of person in every job to make the economy strong. Um, you know, I think one thing that we're seeing is we don't have enough factory workers in America. We don't have enough manufacturing going on. Um, and like whether you're in a manufacturing plant or you're running numbers, your job is essential to, to make the whole cycle happen. When, when they say non-essential, um, it's hard to not take it personally, but it's not right. a personal thing. Um, right. You're not, you're probably not essential to stop a pandemic. <laughs> it's true. Like, and that's the thing I was like, I don't know if this is the hill. Like most people should like stake their flag in like, yeah, yeah you're doing great work, but you're not solving, you yeah. know? I mean, for us, like, cool. We do marketing and <laughs> I mean, is it essential to helping businesses grow? Yes. Is it essential to healing people of coronavirus? No. Are we going to be able to start, stop somebody and stop and help somebody with a heart attack? Probably not. Like, I mean, I, I know CPR. I could probably give it, but I mean, I'm going to do my best, but I can't guarantee <laughs> anything. But marketers, right. we could probably tell a whole lot of people what's going on and get the word out pretty quickly. Um, that's very having true. a heart attack and get them get the right first responders there. Um, <laughs> very, very true. But yeah, I mean, don't take it personal if if you're if you are, um, you're not essential to stopping a pandemic, and and that's okay. You don't have to. Um, you don't have to be everything to everyone. I think that's really important, especially, you know, going back to um, the whole email thing. I think. A lot of people try to respond to emails as quickly as they can because they feel like they, if they don't have the answer, they're not going to be, um, you know, important They're You know, if, if you don't have the answer to these questions, then you might be non-essential. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know what? I don't have the answer to this question right now because I was enjoying time with my spouse or my significant other. I was enjoying watching my kid play baseball. Like, there's, th there's more important things in life than being important um, in the office or in the virtual office as they are now. Very true. And, and I think people have realized that at all levels of business just because we're home. And we realize that, okay, this is the only – this is the family I'm stuck with, the family I chose. I love my kids. I love my, my wife, spouse, whatever it may be. So it's like we need to work, work on this. Jobs are going to be there. I'm always going to be working. But, but how are you today? What can I do to make your life easier I think has become a very, very big thing um, coming out of this. And, and, you know, throughout this whole thing, a lot of parents have had to become not only breadwinners, but now they're also teachers. And I mean, that, those jobs are definitely not the easiest jobs or one of the hardest, um, especially seeing my family go through that. And it's just like, 
you know, I think Mother's Day this year means something a little bit different because of it. I think it does. I think people are really valuing all sort of human relationships and interactions just because at the end of the day, that's really all that we have. And I think we're starting to see that. Yeah, for sure. Like you said, there's always jobs will always be there. And if, if you get let go from a job because you were, you didn't answer an email or a text or call, you weren't supposed to be there. That's not, that's not a place you want to work. Yep. So, Exactly. Exactly. Well, I appreciate you having this conversation with me and hopefully we kind of just, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed just having a conversation about something. Me too. Uh, one other thing that I kind of find interesting is um, going back to the whole manufacturing thing is like, I think coming out of this, people are going to be like looking to be more hands-on in their work. Um, mm-hmm. And I think as well, like we're seeing, you know, China isn't wanting to play nice. Um, or at least as nice as they have in the past. And so I think a lot of manufacturing might come back to America and we're going to start seeing a lot of innovation. Um, you know, companies like Tesla who are already doing a ton, ton of manufacturing in America, um, or SpaceX, you know, stuff that Elon Musk is doing has really, uh, probably paved a path for a lot of companies to be able to bring manufacturing back, um, or another company origin Maine. You know, they do. Terrible. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think coming back out of this, um, just like in the past, America will be stronger. Yeah. Yep. And I think the cool thing right now about America is like, you know, America, big, you know, big companies, strong brands. But I feel like right now for the first time in a long time, we are being totally driven by entrepreneurs. Like, yes, they have their brands behind them. You know, the brands, but like, Jeff Bezos, entrepreneur, Elon Musk, entrepreneur, even someone, and as crazy as it sounds, but like even someone like a Kanye, like entrepreneurs have gone out, have staked their fork in the ground to this is what I want to do. This is, I'm going to make this work. And they are running things right now. And it's amazing to see. It's a great landscape right now. If you have an idea that you want to really pursue. Yeah. I think there's a lot of opportunity and, and people are willing to I mean, like you said, Kanye, look at the, look at the, some of the stuff he's putting out. It's, it's a little bit out there, but people love that. I mean, they're seeing a mix between, you know, entrepreneurship and, and creativity and designers and artists, really. Um, even like Andrew, when we talked to Andrew, he said, you know, I'm, cl- I'm trained in fine art. Like that was his background. And then he added his entrepreneurship on top of it and it just turned out to be a good combination. And I think to be successful <laughs> in entrepreneurship and business, you have obviously you have to be creative. You have to um, be willing to kind of push the status quo. Um, and I think a lot of people want to do that, but like they also want, you know, a, a guaranteed paycheck. And I think working from home is going to give people a lot more time to kind of pursue that side hustle um, and think about building brands, whether, you know, you make cleaning products or clothes or whatever. I think people are just going to have more time to push that side hustle, build those brands. Yep. And we'll, I think we'll see a lot of small brands turn into really big ones very quickly. Cause again, yeah. I mean, a lot of people are shooting for, you know, small business Saturdays or, or whatever. Um, they're coming out of the scent. Like throughout this, I've seen a lot of small restaurants do really well because people are saying, Oh, we want to support local. Let's support local because 
we want them to be around when we open back up so we can have good, like go have dinner there with our families. So. Yep. It's pretty cool to see. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But I know we're pushing about uh, 25 minutes here, so <laughs> we'll go ahead and wrap it up. But yes, like you said, real quick too, because we won't record a podcast until after, but I wanted to wish you happy birthday on air. Thank you. Um, come this coming Thursday. So happy birthday, buddy. It'll be good. Um, Little, probably a lot like uh, graduation. There won't be going <laughs> out or anything like that. Or it'll be spent with family and, and the girlfriend. As it should. Yes. As it should. As it should. Well, take care, buddy. Again, wishing everyone a very happy Mother's Day as of yesterday. So thank you all very much. Um, and if you guys need anything, reach out. You know how to reach us at 217. Yep. Reach out. We'd love this the chat or give you guidance or help you build that next brand. Bye, everyone.